right, welcome to another episode of Life Instructions Not Included, the podcast where we try to figure stuff out to make your life feel a little bit more normal. I'm Dante. And I'm Michelle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode where we're going to be talking about, can I say, can I say the topic? Go ahead. We're going to be talking about how to stay true to yourselves in a world full of opinions or opinionated people. But before we get into it, let's do our daily check-in. Oh, before we check in, um, just so the listeners know, we are in a new location. Uh, Today we got to record in a conference room that's pretty echoey, so please bear with us if it does sound a little bit echoey. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's check in. It's been, what, two weeks? Yes. Um, I fucked up again. You guys, I forgot the mic. I think I did that. About three or four weeks ago. Yep. Um, this is your second time doing second it. Second time. Third strike. I'm out. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Even though I'm the one that came up with the idea of the podcast. But mm-hmm. if, I, if I fuck up again, she's taking over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, but I yeah. mean, so that's like a little BTS as to what we have to deal with because we don't have like a secured space to record. Yeah. Or like we're super flexible. We're just getting started. We'll get there someday. But yeah. So... Uh, how have you been? How are you? I'm recovering still. How's life? Yeah. <laughs> this is so the past two weeks, <clears throat> what happened? I had a long fucking weekend. I think, oh, that was the week we went to the Kehlani concert. Yeah. Yeah. So I yes. think I fucked up that week. I didn't bring the mic. So I had Thursday night, we went out to go drink a little bit. It wasn't even a lot. Met up with a couple friends and then. Friday, actually Friday night, I think I chilled. Yeah. And then Saturday night was the Chloe Kai concert. Uh-huh. Um, before the concert on Saturday, some old friends wanted to do brunch. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we need we found a place that had bottomless mimosas. That's always fun. Um, for those of you that need to find a location, that's the Trenchers in Renton. I think it's called Trenchers at okay. the Landing. Okay. And um, for you locals, it's in Renton. Um, mm-hmm. That's the bottomless mimosas, I didn't see the price, mm-hmm. okay? And it's not that, it's not really expensive, but I'm like, fuck, I'm paying 20 bucks for a drink. I'm like, I might as well take advantage of it. $20 for bottomless mimosas? Yeah, That's yeah. That's a pretty good deal. I know, but I saw $20 and it kind of pissed me off. So I'm like, fuck that, I'm, I'm going to take advantage of it. Because I'm pretty sure one mimosa is probably like 11 or yeah, $12. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, so like, even if you have two, it's worth getting bottomless. For sure. So I didn't think that way, though. So oh I was like, I didn't want to pay 20 bucks. <laughs> so I ended up chugging like eight I can't. straight. I can't. And then so by the time we get done with that, I'm waiting for my, um, some other group of friends to get back to their house so we could meet up before the concert. Okay? Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, I decided to go to another bar with a couple other friends. So we stopped by a bar. I think I had one drink. Mm-hmm. Um, then I dipped out, went up to this is how, Vincent Sam's house. And then... They had shots ready, tequila. I was uh-huh. like, I was like, bro, I can't do no more. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done. And then I was like, wait a minute, give me one more shot. <laughs> oh one more shot, probably one more shot. So I took two. Yeah. Right. Knowing you, like you don't deny a drink. Just knowing, I mean, just I, I have, how you are. I have before. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Twice, I think. <laughs> two times. In your life. Yes. But um, That's crazy. So we get to the bar. Uh, oh, I get to Vincent Sam's house. We're going to Chloe Kai. This is the Saturday night. Yeah. We go to Chloe Kai. 
before we get to the venue at Showbox Soda, we go to another bar down the street, okay, mm-hmm. to meet up with some other friends that are already there. Uh-huh. I wasn't supposed to drink. Uh-huh. Someone bought a round. I'm like, okay, fuck it. Let me just, like, they put it in my hand. I'm like, all right, my germs. Let me drink it, right? Uh, okay. And then I go to the bathroom, come back. Somebody orders another fucking round. And I'm like, okay, now that means I got to get the next round. So I'm already, like, three shots in at the bar. After your at, eight mimosas. After the eight after mimosas. After the first bar, after the second bar. Oh, my God. And then so... So then I was like, come on, I can't do no more. Like, let's go, let's oh go. Gosh. So we get to Showbox. I'm shaking my head. It was bad. <laughs> so we get to Showbox, and I'm having a good time, right? And then I'm like, wait a minute, let's get some drinks. So I had like five or six drinks over at mm-hmm. Showbox. This, I don't even know how I'm still alive, yeah. right? Then we get to, so after the show, which the show was amazing. Uh-huh. Like, I had a really good time. Yeah. Um, and you went to a different show. So I went to his first show Thursday night. Yeah. Fun time, great time. You went to the Saturday show, yeah, which I'm sure was like probably more crowded. The Saturday one was packed. I saw yeah. the video for the Thursday one. Yeah, you guys had a lot of space. No, yeah. this one was pretty packed. Where you guys were at, that space was still pretty empty. Like yeah. even with the Common Kings concert, right? Ish. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it was still yeah. kind of empty, but which was perfectly fine for me and my best friend Erica, who I went with. Yeah. Um, you know, gave us some space. Oh yeah, a lot of space. <laughs> which is, hey, which I wish I had. Fuck, because we were mobbing around. Someone tried to recruit me. So. Someone tried to recruit me I to the Air Force. Okay. <laughs> For okay. real, like I was. Like, Hold on, can I just say this about you? I think you, you definitely feed off the energy of those around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more people, the more hype you're gonna yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. If there's one or two people, you're still probably on a good one. And then yeah. if there's like 20 people, you're like way up there and yeah. you're like, you're the type to like bounce off the walls and just feel like <laughs> a little roadrunner. Yeah. That, no, yep. For sure. That's what I. For sure. Yep. And so, <laughs> so the Chloe Kai concert, right? Like that's uh-huh. exactly how I was because we were around a lot of people. I saw a lot of people I knew. I was like, oh shit, yeah. this is dope. Um, so after the concert, we go to Chinatown, get some food. I get home. Like everything is fine when I get home. Forgot we're supposed to go to Puyallup Fair the next day. Yeah. And Puyallup Fair is a state fair yeah. here in Washington. Um, and we're supposed to go at 9 in the morning. Okay. I wake up at 8.45 to a text message. Kathy's like, hey, are we still going? Yeah. And, and that's I the did, same group of friends you went to the concert yeah, with the night prior. Yeah. So I didn't say anything. And then Sam's like, yeah, we are. Fuck. All right. So I took a shower, got ready, told them, I don't really want to drink, man. And so I also dressed as if it was like 60 degrees because when we left, it was like high 50s. Yeah. Right? So we get to Puyallup Fair. Turns out they serve hard liquor now. And so? Well, yeah, I know. Matter? So I didn't suggest this. Okay? Uh-huh. So they're like, let's go to the bar real quick. Uh-huh. I, Daniel and Vince, they usually drink beers. I don't, yeah. I don't like drinking beers. If I feel shitty, right? Uh-huh. Um, so How are you feeling? Are you hungover from the night before? Are you okay? No, I'm a zombie. I'm not hungover. Okay. Like, I'm just... Okay. Have you ever been like you're that? Just, when, yeah, you're just, like, dead. You need to, like, recover? Rejuvenate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Like a, um, you just need to, like, rest. Yeah, I felt like a... You need to be, like, pumped with electrolytes. Yes, I felt like, like a wrinkled grape. <laughs> Yeah. Like a dried grape. I felt like a raisin. That's what I needed. I needed to be a grape again. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... So, um, we get to Piala Fair. We get to the bar. Daniel is first to drink. I didn't know what he what he ordered. Right? Yeah. I thought he just got a regular margarita. Turns out he got a triple shot. 
and damn. we're in line and Vince is like, I'll just get what he got. I'm oh, like, damn. All right, I'll just get what he got. And then I chug it. I'm like, yo, I'm fucking drunk again. And... I don't it's, know that you were ever sober to begin I don't, with. <laughs> I don't think I was. And by the time we left the bar, and it was like 11 or 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. 11 in the morning, right? Oh, gosh. So gosh. we're walking around. It's fucking 80 degrees now. Yeah. It went from 55 was, to 80. It got pretty warm. I'm wearing long sleeves and jeans. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. like we're still mobbing around. We didn't leave the fair till about 3. Luckily, I only spent $60. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. Because usually not too bad. Yeah. the fair is expensive. Fair is really expensive. I feel like especially this year. Yeah. Then we leave late. Then me and you, we meet up because we went yeah. to Kehlani. That night. Yeah, that night. That and Sunday night. That was, I was a shit show because by the time yeah. you, by the time we linked up, you could tell I was dead. Uh-huh. I was dead. And then you're the one like, we need to get a bottle. <laughs> and I'm like, like so this, hold so, up. <laughs> so on the other side, this is me. I went out. I knew I wanted to go to Chloe Kai. I did not want to go to the Saturday night show because I knew my grandma's tendency. Okay. I did not want to go to concerts back to back. So mm-hmm. I was like, we're going to go to the Thursday night show so I can have like Friday and Saturday to rest. See you on Sunday for the uh, Kalani concert. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, yeah, I'm good. We're going to the Saturday show. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I'm a ride. So I got my rest, felt good for Sunday. I remember texting you at like noon. I'm like, hey, we're still on meeting for, you know, whatever time. And you text and you're like, I'm at the fair. Literally laugh out loud because I knew you were dead. That exhausted me. So I was like, all right, whatever. But we're doing this. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. We got a bottle of tequila, tequila, I think. Oh, yeah. You wanted Jameson. We got a bottle of tequila. You're, <laughs> I still remember we, we got there early before Nadessa and Lucas. Yeah. And Erica, too. And I think that we were supposed to go eat, but... Oh, we did end up we did end up eating, but while we were yeah. waiting for them, we decided yeah. to walk around and see if we could find a place for yeah. that's to eat at. Yeah. And I'm so curious as to what you're gonna say right now. Well, no, it's <laughs> just so you're like, we need water bottles. And luckily we bought Chaser, I think it was Sprite, right? And poured a little bit in and well actually no, you poured a lot in. And before we left the car, you were like, Chug. I was like, <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> then you go, you go, come on, chug it. And I was like, why are you so aggressive right now? This is not, this is not what I signed up for. And so I look at you, you're like, chug, 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 chug. And then you're no. just guzzling oh down your God. drink. And I'm like, Michelle, you we're still sound, walking around. You make it sound so bad. Mind you, this is like I had been already resting and recovering for two days. Yeah. You, on the other hand, you didn't even have two seconds to rest or recover. That's true. Um, that's true. You also didn't tell me, when I saw you that Sunday, you didn't tell me how much you drank or like how hard you went the day before. I knew you went to brunch, bottomless mimosas, did not know about bar one, two, three, shots and shots and shots. So I I mean, uh, I should have known when I got to your house and you were (laughs) throwing up. I'm like, (laughs) oh, that's, that's, yeah, that was bad. I really thought you couldn't hear me throw up. Oh, I I definitely could. (laughs) That was not like sleek at all. But so anyways, I just say I'm still on a little bit of a high because that week I went to three different concerts Chloe Kai, Kehlani, and then I ended it with One Republic, a private show of One Republic, which I'm going to say is probably one of the better concerts that I've been to because mm-hmm. Ryan Tedder is such a storyteller and a performer. He talked about covers that he's done 
that were like top Billboard hits, um, and he did those covers. So oh shit! So he did. So he, props to him. He talked about it at the concert. Yeah, he nice. he told stories like with Beyonce, Adele, um, Leona Lewis. What? Oh, my wife. Maroon, Is she still alive? Maroon Five. I don't know. Leona yes, Lewis. Yes, I'm gonna say okay. yes. Okay. She's probably still bleeding. Jonas Brothers. I mean, so much. So in that aspect, like. Probably one of the better shows I've been to. Nice, nice. Quick recap of Kaylani. My can, girl. can we save her for the last? Let's let's save let's her? just give it a brief like review of Chloe Guy. Okay. Oh, okay. So let's okay, save okay, Kaylani okay. for last. Okay, okay. Um, really fun. Just like good vibes mm-hmm. all around. Like very chill. Yeah. Down to earth. You know. And like I said, like it wasn't that crowded. So. He, well, he, they didn't play a lot of their like really really slow stuff, which I was happy about. Maybe like one yeah. or two. I don't know. I was drunk. Yeah. Okay. But I was so singing along to something. what are you giving a review for? Huh? What are you giving a review for? A review of? That you can go drunk and you'll still have a good time and not <laughs> oh remember <my> shit. <laughs> um, but Chloe Kai, they, they were really good. They, they didn't have an opener, right? I don't think. I don't remember. Yeah. This time, they needed their sound, whoever does the audio stuff, their mm-hmm. sound people. Mm-hmm. They should have checked it. For our show, oh. it was pretty bad because... Oh. I could kind of hear the song that they mm-hmm. were playing, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure because there are a couple songs that sound similar or they start similar. And um, I was kind of lost. So I was trying to hear what the crowd was singing. Oh. And then I was like, wait a minute. This doesn't sound like anything that uh-huh. that I, any that of the songs know. I like or, or that I know, right? But overall, it was a good show. Like, it wasn't... Yeah. It didn't kill my vibe. Like, it didn't bring me down. I was still on an upper, which was dope. Was it that or was it the... The alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. Just saying. A little bit of both. I would like you to go to a concert without any alcohol and see mm. how you do. Mm. I don't think you would. I think I could. I don't think you'd take on that challenge. No, I think I could. I think I, I went to. Um, I went to the Kanye concert, which was on a Thursday a few years back. Um, you were under twenty-one. No, 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 I was, <laughs> I was, well, it was like 20, 28, 29. Oh, shit, that's like four or With five no years alcohol? back. With no alcohol? I mean, like, I had like two shots. So I wasn't, I wasn't as fucked up as Chloe Kai. But yeah. I think there are certain concerts where I could definitely, mm-hmm. like, go, I'm fine with going sober if the crowd's hype enough, right? Or if it Gosh. gets hype enough. We sound like alcoholics. I mean, I kind of am, low-key. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. What? I definitely needed to be drunk for Kehlani. Oh, man. That was a tough one. Yes. Why? You know, I love her as an artist. Love her last album, Blue Water Road, which was, this was her Blue Water Road tour. Love it. I'm going to say her performance didn't do it for me, unfortunately. Um, A lot of people were saying her sound was bad. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if she just... I don't know. She wasn't doing it for me that night, unfortunately. Like, I was at the concert, and I was like, I kind of have more fun listening to her in my car. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I feel so bad for saying that. Don't get me wrong. I like her, but... Did she even play but, anything from her new album? She did. She did. Thing is, like, I even heard um, from this girl who went to both Seattle and her Vancouver show that she was uh, a yeah. lot better in Vancouver. Yeah. Maybe she just had an off night. I, uh, I'm not going to another concert. I'm good. I, can't <laughs> I, I was thinking, I was like, I think I would give her another shot. I'd give her one more shot. Awesome. I think if you're, well, because I'm not a true Kehlani fan. 
Yeah. So you were just along for the. I'm whatever. along for the fucking ride. You Apparently that whole weekend I was along for the fucking ride. Along for anything. So, um, <laughs> but there were songs that she was featured in that I like from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you she, need a feature Kaylani yeah. concert. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Because <laughs> there's a song with Marky Bassey a while back. I don't know if you uh-huh. listen to Marky Bassey, but I think he's from no. Cali. But um, that was dope. She, I wish she played a couple of her newer hits where she did like the 90s samples, uh-huh. um, which a lot of artists are doing nowadays. Yeah, um, I think a lot of R&B artists are doing that yeah. nowadays. But yeah, I think that that's not a way I wanted to end that weekend. Your weekend? Uh-huh. I mean, I'm glad it ended. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm really glad it ended. <laughs> it <laughs> took me a long time to recover. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. But... That was a fun week. Mm-hmm. I don't know when I'll ever go to like three concerts again in a week. Oh yeah, yeah, that but... was three concerts. One Republic. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Sammy J coming up. Are you going to that? I think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's October. I think. I'm End trying of October, to early November. Yeah, my husband who works for Alaska Air, yeah. he's trying to get tickets to Carol G. At the end of October. Carol G. Who's Carol, that? Carol G with a K. Okay. She sounds fun. Nice, man. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was looking for... Uh... Oh, my God. The old, Hold on. Let me say the only... There was another concert that happened in Seattle the same week as these three that would have, like, made my week perfect. Mm-hmm. Giveon. And I missed him. It's toxic ass. I missed him. I, that would have been such a good concert. Yeah, I think it would. And I'm kind of sad that I didn't go. But it is what it is. Artie sounds really good in person. Really I'm sure good. Does. Uh, one of our friends says that he, Daniel, he says that um, it sounds like he's yawning when he's singing. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no. you know, everybody does their own car karaoke, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like listening to Give Me Out. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm singing, and I'm like, how does he sound like that? And I started trying, to, I tried yawning <laughs> while singing. I'm like, no, oh, he's fucking no. right. He's, <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my that God. That's hella funny. Yeah. Okay. I was on Twitter recently and I came across this tweet. <laughs> it well, sounds all serious. Shit, all yourself. right. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is going to be like a light topic. Very happy. Yeah, just go straight to it. I think. Okay, anyway, so came across this tweet. I follow this psychologist. Her name is Susan David, and she tweeted, are you managing your life according to your own values, or are you simply being carried along with the tide? (laughs) Hold on, my foot's asleep, like really bad. (laughs) Hold on. Have you ever, have you found yourself in a situation lately where it just challenged who you were to your core. You don't have, I guess you don't have to answer that. No, I'm trying to think about it. I mean, um, I, I think I kind of do because yeah. this is our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, sorry, but you don't that, have to answer that right now. Yeah, well, it's kind of tough because like the way that I've changed in the past, what is it, maybe eight years? No, 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 no. I'll say 10 ever since I like started since you're 22? Um, well, yeah, because since I moved out from um, mm-hmm. from Seattle to go to college, right, mm-hmm. to finish up my undergrad, and I was like, <clears throat> I still had the same mentality before where I was like, oh, let me just, I was thinking I would just go to school, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
go somewhere where I don't know anybody. Yes. And I'm just going to focus on myself and I'm fine with being by myself. Yes. Turns out I knew a couple people when That's I got okay. there. A couple people are okay. And then... But if, I feel like if it's a new environment, a lot of new everything, it's um, good. But it went from me trying to focus on my studies to like, yeah. oh, fuck it, I'm still back in kicking mode. Oh. And so I was kind of easily influenced uh, to do like a bunch of other things that didn't involve my education. Mm-hmm. Right? So if, I, if people wanted to go out and try a new bunch of things, activities or whatever, I'm like, fuck, I'm down. Or like, oh school's not that important okay yeah whatever let's just go kick it and there wasn't really anything to do in Pullman other than party Uh so that's kind of what it was where I was like easily influenced but but I think as I got older especially towards the end of or towards my senior year of college like I had that shift where I wasn't really influenced by others that actually said something it was more me seeing other people do stuff that I wanted to do, but I couldn't do yet. Like people going out, traveling, having fun, or doing all that stuff. I put that on the back burner because I wanted to focus on what my goals were. And your goals were? So after graduation, yeah. um, I wanted to, <laughs> so I set, my, I set myself up with a 10 year plan, okay? Uh-huh. I wanted to train athletes, professional uh-huh. athletes, uh, I wanted to get my CSCS certification. That's the Certified Strength and Conditioning Speci- Specialist mm-hmm. certification. Uh, and then I also wanted to open up my own gym. Okay? Yeah. So the gym is the end of the 10-year plan. Yeah. I got through the first two within like three years after graduating. And then Good job. Good job. Once I was helping to train pro athletes. So to clarify, I was working with Seattle Storm. First year was supposed to be an internship, but she wanted the head strength coach wanted wanted to introduce me as the her assistant mm-hmm. strength coach. Mm-hmm. Um, whole bunch of pieces were missing outside of that position that, that made me leave. Okay, uh, midway through the season or towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So next year I got my shit together and um, fixed everything that was going wrong the previous year. Okay. They brought me back as the intern. Okay. Uh, but I was doing the exact same work, which is a different yeah. label. Then they wanted to bring me on the following year with the title and actually be on the staff. Okay. The staff list, right? Mm-hmm. So I ended up not doing it, but that, that's a whole other story why mm-hmm. um, I didn't do it. But I ended up not doing it, and I was satisfied with what I did accomplish in those past two years because it was still part of the goal that I wanted to do. Yes. It was still the second goal. And <clears throat> then I started focusing on my my gym goal, right? Mm-hmm. This is into my third or fourth year after graduating. And then I'm starting to, like, see what everybody else is doing. Because I'm, what, 27 at that point? 28? Yeah. I'm not and just, when you say everyone else, are you referring to, like, friends, previous people you went to school yeah, with? Yeah, it's mostly friends. Nothing to do with the people I went to school with because okay. they went a different route that I didn't want to go. Okay, so like friends back at home. Yeah, friends back at home. So when I'm seeing that everybody's having fun, they're like, oh, you need to relax. Like, you're doing too much. Like, oh, why are you putting so much time to this? It's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, well. Yeah, it was it was rough because when I would hear those things, Yeah. at that time in my mid to late 20s, it affected me a lot to where I was like, fuck, am I doing the right thing? Should I just drop this, get a regular nine to five? Yeah. 
and do what they're doing so I can have fun? Mm. Or okay. should I stick to what I really want to do, make sure I get that goal accomplished? Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. and say fuck their opinions. Yeah. So that took a couple of years for me to be like, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, what anybody else has to say, what anybody else is doing. Yeah. Because at some point, once I get the hard shit done, yeah. I'm good. Why did you care about those their opinions so much? And I sorry, I don't mean to like grill your interview, yeah. but I do like I wanna know like the process behind that because you are and even to this day very big on your goals. So why would someone else's opinion I guess like distract you? <clears throat> it's not that I really cared for their approval. It just made me second guess whether I'm doing the right thing. Okay. So that's where I stand with today's topic. Like mine is really about my viewpoint on someone else's opinion is really about how it affects me and my Mm -hmm. career path, Mm -hmm. not what I'm doing in life or not how I am as an individual. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm starting to notice that the only time I do feel challenged, if someone has an opinion on my either work ethic or Mm -hmm. my approach Mm -hmm. with my career, anything else, I've kind of learned to say, fuck it. I don't really care anymore. Yeah. But that took a long, long time. Yeah. Really long time. You mentioned approval, and I think that's probably one of the, like, how should I say it, the biggest factors, staying true to yourself. So I think about, so the reason why I wanted to talk about this and why it's so important, how to stay true to yourself, why to stay true to yourself, is because I feel like we are always seeking validation from others and seeking the approval of others. I know for me, like, I am a people pleaser, and I ask for a lot of opinions. I ask, I'll ask shit like, how does this look? What do you think about this? And, like, I can't make that executive decision myself. So, again, seeking validation of others. But it's like, why Why should that matter, you know? Why should I live my life in accordance with what other people are thinking, and why don't I just, like, stay true to, your, true to myself, right? So that's what I want to talk about today. I mean, do you feel like you're easily influenced about whether someone's opinion is positive or negative about... Oh, man. Like, at the core, I, w- I want to say yes. There are times where I will challenge it if I feel, like, super strongly about it or if I'm able to play, like, a little devil's advocate and maybe hopefully show them another side or another point, but yeah, for the most part, like, I mean, you, all, you we always want to be liked by everyone in the room, right? Gosh, I mean... I'd say most, I'd say some people, yeah. Some, okay, yes, yeah. some people. But thinking about this topic, um, I thought about, like, if you, you're, you are yourself... <laughs> some I know, okay, hold on, hold on. And I, hold on, this starts at a very young age. Can I just say? So I was thinking about this story when I was younger. I think I was in third grade. That we did an activity. The teacher went around the classroom. We were supposed to say, like, what is your favorite food? And in my head, I'm like, fried chicken. Like, mine's fried chicken. That's my favorite food. Like, that is my answer. Okay? In third grade? In third grade. I was like, fried chicken. That's my shit. Okay. So then, like, the first kid goes, and he's like, cheese pizza. And then the second kid goes, and they're like, cheese pizza. Third kid, cheese pizza. I'm like, 
the fuck? Everyone's favorite food is cheese pizza. So what do you think I said when it was my turn? I fucking said cheese pizza. Oh my God, man. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, but that was a lie. That was a lie. Like, why didn't you say, you know, why didn't you say fried chicken? God, I'm like clouding on myself you right now. <laughs> I did. God. I did. And why? It was like, because I was the new kid in class. We moved to Seattle from Hawaii, like in third grade. So I was the new kid in class. And uh, maybe I just wanted to be like everybody else. Okay. Oh, well, maybe, maybe. So, Makes I mean, sense. I think it starts at a very young age. You always want to be like, well, I don't know. I'm maybe I'm not speaking for you. I guess I'm speaking for myself. But yeah, you are because that's. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was so I did, I did something completely different. We didn't go around the class and do this one, but uh-huh. we had a a little card. I think this was like in kindergarten or first grade. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to write your favorite video game, color, animal, and video game color, animal, and three and two other things. Okay. okay, I don't know what the two other things were, but like I'm going through it. And so the teacher asks you, what's up? I have a question already. Are you going around the classroom and saying it? Or no, are you guys, just you writing, guys it, writing it down. But So mm. I think that might be the biggest factor. But yeah. I, I realize that I think even if we went around and said it, my answers would still be the same. Okay. So video so game. So you stay your ground. That, you're firm. Yeah. So uh, okay. during the game, or <laughs> for the favorite video game, I was like, Aladdin. Like, it was a handheld Aladdin uh-huh. game, like, because uh-huh. Disney did a separate game for each movie mm-hmm. that they came out with. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, cool. Then I go to Favorite Animal, and I'm like, what would I pick? I was like, fuck, man, maybe I should pick turkey. And, I, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm sitting there in class, I'm like, why would I pick a turkey? And I was like, well, I feel bad for turkeys, because nobody really likes them. <laughs> like, even during Thanksgiving, turkey sucks. But, like, someone needs to like them. So I, I chose turkey because I felt bad. Uh-huh. And then I also chose the color green. It's <laughs> my favorite color because I think part of it was because my dad's last name is green. But also because no one in class liked the color green. So I picked okay. a lot of things that nobody really liked. Okay. It, it's really stupid because uh, I felt bad for these it, yeah. for these things that they yeah. don't really care for anybody else's opinion. <laughs> I was like, let me just choose those. That's so interesting. So it's a little, it's actually a lot different than... It's a lot different. It's not even like what what do my classmates think about it? Yeah. You're just like, I want Aladdin to well, be. Jo- well, I don't know if you, you really like Aladdin. But you're like, I want no, the turkey. No, I, I like Aladdin. Okay, you're like, I, I really want the turkey to be chosen. Okay. Well, so my mom asked me when I came home. She's like, Why would you choose this? I'm like, Well, no one likes it. Like, I feel bad for it, and I just walked away. But I never really thought about what mm-hmm. my mom's opinion on my choice was. Mm-hmm. But I did look back at that card as I got older. I was like, man, I was stupid. <laughs> I really chose that. Like, turkey doesn't give a fuck if anybody likes it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, well, all that to say, like, I think it can start at a very young age. <laughs> but yeah. it also, it sticks with us. And I'll still do it, you know, to this day. Okay. You know, like... How does my hair look? How does my outfit look? How does whatever look? And even, I'm just trying to think, like, it might not even be my personal style. I like it, but maybe I wouldn't wear it in person or something. Oh, okay, okay. You know? I'm just, like, always worried about other people's opinions. Gotcha. Um, And that's just, that's, like, on a superficial level, but I'm actually going through something right now that I'm not going to get, like, too into details about, but just know that... In this conversation, 
I was being challenged, like my core beliefs were being challenged and I'm being expected of things from others that while I'm on the same, same page, like I don't want to go about it their way, if you will, right? Okay. Like, I want to go about it my way and it may not to be to their approval. Yeah. But again, why should it matter? Or why should I let it affect me? And can I just can I just go on doing my own thing? Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, maybe it's the approval factor too, because like that's also a sense of validation, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if you're if you feel validated, then you're approved from by someone else. Yeah. And so like I go through the same thing when it comes to like what I wear, mm-hmm. um, like is my hair okay, did I shave okay, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. But then I also realized like with the outfit. I really only ask, like, now I transition to where, like, I only ask if it's okay if I have doubt about it. Uh-huh. I, there's been times where people are like, I wore this bright-ass blue fleece jacket one time. It's a, it's like a Helly Hansen from the 80s, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I wore it one time, and the group I was around, they're like, damn, that's kind of flashy, like, Look like a like a big ass cookie monster. And like they're talking shit, but I liked it. Yeah. Like I thought it was dope. Right? Yeah. So I feel like I totally know certain, what you mean. Yeah, there are yes. certain things where I'm like, no, I love this and I'm going to accept it. Yeah. I don't care what anybody thinks. Yes. yes. And again, that took a while for me to learn because there was a time where I was really concerned about, oh, well, does this look good enough for someone else to be like, oh my God, that looks good. Mm-hmm. And I think I needed to hear that from people. Mm-hmm. at some point but I'm not like that as much anymore yeah sometimes so I think we grow up and I think this is like highly influential of the society that we grow up in and it just sticks with us like throughout life right yeah but I really think somewhere along the way we do need to start thinking for ourselves do we like the same things that we liked five years ago ten years ago mm-hmm. or I mean, you know, you're taught to, like, question things now. But it's almost like we have to unlearn everything we learned when we were younger and then relearn it again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a mind fuck. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's, like, some heavy work. Well, I, think, I definitely think it's a generation thing, too, right? So Absolutely. So we, st- we stick strictly with dress, like, how people dress nowadays. I mean, honestly, this next generation, like, they dress kind of wild. Yeah, they do. There's a video going around where... That's so they're, funny. They're making fun of the next generation. In the video, they're making fun of the next generation where they're like... There's a narrator saying, oh, you know, I want to be unique. I want to set trends. I want to do mm-hmm. this. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to wear a skirt that doesn't match with my top. That mm-hmm. definitely doesn't go with my shoes. And I'm going to call it <laughs> high fashion. And so... So um, what I'm also realizing is that they are building the mentality that like it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks yeah this is what I like yeah right yeah and so I think that's the plus side of that yeah where you know as millennials we're shaking out um, we're steering away from what our parents kind of put us through or what they might have been through where it's like mm-hmm. oh this is a standard for what people your age are supposed to or how they're supposed to dress or what they're supposed to look like yeah right? because even till this day my like I'll buy a pair of shoes and my grandpa's like that's for kids like why are you wearing that in oh, your really? 30s, I'm like, my grandpa, it's, it's shoes. I uh-huh. can wear whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I was, I guess when I was younger, yeah, I would be concerned about whether something was too flashy for them. Mm-hmm. And because they were extremely opinionated because mm-hmm. the, my grandpa's mindset 
Um, my grandparents' mindset was actually like still stuck in like the 70s and 80s. Oh, like, no, sure. you shouldn't be dressing like that or you shouldn't be as mm-hmm. wild. But, you know. Yeah. I get away from that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just say, we definitely grew up in the generation where people did not wear like Nike or Adidas together. Yeah. I, and I'm looking at you because I feel like you're big on like Nike. That's probably one of yeah. your like most worn brands. Mm-hmm. You probably have some Adidas, but would you wear Nikes and Adidas together? If I'm going to the grocery store. Okay, so <laughs> so this is all because of me. Like this is just because like I don't like it. But I thought about this this morning also where I just don't mix brands like that because it doesn't. But why? They're, okay, so that's I, like I can't wear. Like, go ahead. I'm like, can I wear like North Face with Patagonia? Yeah, that's different. To me, that's completely different. different. Okay. To me, that's completely different. So let's say I wear, this is the main reason. Let's say I wear like a pair of Nike pants, some black Nike running pants with a black Adidas top. Okay. Okay. They're both they athletic brands. Yeah, I know, but they don't match. Like, they, not not the brand. The materials don't match. Um, I, no, I know. You're, it's a, you're it's a joking, little boo right? dumb. Serious. It's a little bougie right now, but it's like. You're kidding me. So, here, here, I'll show you. So, like. So, the pants I have on right now, right? So, these are like a really, really thin jogger's pant. Mm-hmm. But Adidas doesn't make. Uh, an upper, a sweater that matches with something like this, right? If I had like a cotton sweater, uh-huh, maybe uh-huh. that was a different color, I'd, uh-huh. yeah, I'd wear it to the grocery Damn. store. I'll, I'll wear it to work out, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Will I wear it to like a function? Like, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> I think I'm yeah. the wrong person to ask. But it's not because of anybody's opinion. And that's really that's, though. It really is. Really, it really like isn't. Like at your core, you don't think so? No, it really, it oh, really isn't. Man. Like I don't even like wearing Nike stuff with Jordans, or vice versa. Like I don't even like wearing Jordan clothing. So I think that's I just think like this, how it's like. I think this must be just so engraved in our mind. <laughs> it's like, deep, this deep is, trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is what you think. This is yeah. how you think. But like. I had a cousin dressing her, like, two-year-old daughter at the time, and he was, you know, he was like, my daughter won't be caught, like, wearing Adidas and Nike. And I'm just like, damn. Like, they're just two, you know? Yeah. But like I said, it just starts at a very young age, and then obviously our teachings get passed along to our children. Yeah. And that's where it begins, right? So, I don't know. I guess I'll try and... I don't think I do that with my kids. Also... Yeah. <laughs> okay, and also, so this is this is a little bit different, like the way that I think about it. So let's say you take an Adidas top. Sorry, well, we're going to oh fall back God. on this. See, this is why. So let's say you take an Adidas top, <laughs> a workout funny. top. Uh-huh. The material of the Adidas, um, <laughs> I think it's called Adelite. I, I forgot what they call their technology or whatever, but it's like uh-huh. it's like the Adidas version of the Nike Dry Fit. Mm-hmm. The feeling of that material is completely different. Completely different. So for me, I like the feeling of of Nike stuff. The only Adidas stuff that I have, mm-hmm. like a couple shirts, like cotton t-shirts, I don't even wear because I don't like the way they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one workout shirt that cuts, like the cut of the shirt's completely different. Uh-huh. But I mean, I've wore that shirt to work out with like Nike stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't really care if anybody says anything. Like someone's called me out before where um, I, I wear Brooks mm-hmm. for running. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, dang, you wear Brooks? Like, I've never mm-hmm. seen you outside of Nike. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, 
it's for performance. Like, I don't like mm-hmm. Nike running shoes. They don't feel good. Uh-huh. They don't last as long as Berks do for me. And I don't run. But I don't you, feel good after running. But, like, if you were a runner in high school, would you have bought Brooks? Nah. You would have nah, stuck Nike. Nah, if I was a runner in high school, so that's the younger me, right? You would have stuck Nike. I said, if they made some Jordan ones, I would have bought some yeah, Jordan uh-huh. ones. Yeah. yeah. But my high school was fucked up. <laughs> My, I think Franklin was, oh. so Franklin High School, for those of you that weren't there from, what, 2000, <laughs> maybe maybe 99 all the way up to 2008 or 9, uh-huh. like, that was, that school was known as, like, the fashion school, uh-huh. and so. Well, I'm glad you're, you don't think that way anymore, yeah. and you were able to move on. Yeah, for sure. Because there sure. are more important things than just, again, appearance or being accepted yeah. or liked by others. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the, that, that high school. Yeah. The only opinion that was really placed on someone was, was how you dress, right? So they mm-hmm. were talking about how people dress. Why do you dress like that? You should be wearing this, yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. I never heard anybody say that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you there were been a trendsetter. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> there, was, there was actually people there that were, like, designing their own clothes when I got there. That shit was kind of wild. <laughs> that school is something else. Um, but then I, I was talking to an old friend. We play on a softball team together. He was telling me how he used to get teased a lot for how he acted. Um, and it used, to, it used to really bother him because he felt like he needed to act a certain way mm. because of his color. So there was a lot of times. Um, some black people get this where they're like, oh, you're not black enough. Why do you act like this? Yada, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And he was one of those kids that got that a lot. Mm-hmm. And he opened up about how other people's opinions about how he's supposed to act really bothered him. Yeah. And he just felt like he never fit in. And that's that whole yeah. sense of approval thing, right? Yeah. Or validation. Yeah. Or that, I feel like that's a side, uh, like another sector of being validated. Mm-hmm. And and it sucks to think that, like, you know, at a young age, there's not really anybody there to say that can guide you in the right path to ignore others' opinions mm-hmm. and try to find your own values in life. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I think that's yeah. really what the core is to being able to ignore other people's opinions is figuring out like, what are my values? What do I really care about? Yeah. Yeah. And I love where this conversation is shifting from like image outside appearance to inner, Mm -hmm. inner, whatever you call it. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll just say your inner self. (laughs) Our character. Yeah. yeah, There we go. (laughs) You know, sometimes I'm not as great with words as I think I am. Because obviously, like, that's the more, more important side of this topic. But no, I, I totally know what you mean. And you're probably, and I'm kind of familiar with that, but you're referring to how they were probably saying, like, oh, you don't act black enough because, one, maybe how they dress, or two, how they talk, and three, how they carry themselves. Yeah? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a trip because, like, I've, at a young age, you know, you're yeah. really influenced by your peers and... At some point, you got to figure out how not to be influenced by others. Because I still know other people that are somewhat influenced mm-hmm. by others like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought about some ways on like how we can practice staying true to ourselves. Mm-hmm. My first one was you have to identify your values, meaning like what's important to you. What do you believe in and how do you want to live out your life? Or like what gives you purpose and motivation to keep going, right? Because once you do identify your values, then you can kind of use this as a set of guidelines for your decision making, 
and what you do in life, essentially. That's so important. So, I don't know, if you haven't already, to take some time and identify them. And then another one I thought about was to be independent and, like, learn how to be comfortable with being by yourself or being alone. Like, have you done that? And true question, because, again, I mentioned early, this earlier in the podcast, like, your vibe and your energy bounces off the people, like, people and how many people you are around. But, like, I think you're also comfortable being alone. So I actually thought about that the other day, too. Or are you some type of person who needs to be around people? A little bit of both. So, Which is okay, because I've met other people like this, too. Yeah. So I think that a lot of people think that I enjoy being around a lot, being around people all the time. Mm-hmm. Which, don't get me wrong, like, I really do. But there are times where I'm like, fuck, this is too much. Like, I really need to, like, just do my own thing. Uh-huh. And I don't mind, like, just ignoring people and just doing my shit. So, like, yesterday... I got home probably around 11 a.m. Uh, from work. I spent the whole day cleaning. Like, I maybe napped for, like, 30, 45 minutes and spent majority of the day cleaning, got in the garden, did all this stuff, didn't text anybody, didn't call anybody. Mm-hmm. And, like, usually I don't. Like, I wait for someone to text or call. But, like, while I'm cleaning up and cooking, I'm thinking, like, fuck, there are people that are really just hanging out and, like, just kicking it with people or just constantly texting people. And so there are times where I wish I had that. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily someone else's opinion influencing me. It's their actions that influence me to want to do something different. But then, you know, I block that and realize, like, I got other shit that's more important to take care of. Yeah. And so I've, I've been able to self-reflect in the past few years where what I see other people doing, I try not to let that affect me or change what I really oh want to get done. Yes. So that's the tough thing for so, me. But I agree, with the, I agree with the values that you listed earlier. And I do think that being able to be by yourself is really important. I don't think it's necessary, but I do think that at some point you need to reflect on what is most important in your life. And Mm -hmm. that's falling back on your value. That's going back to figuring out what your values are again, right? You know what I just thought about when you said that was like FOMO. Yeah. And how, oh my gosh, I have FOMO. And I think it's just knowing that, that I could, you know, be missing out on some fun or whatever, mm-hmm. which is kind of silly. But when you have your priorities, it's like, that shouldn't matter. It's like, get your shit done first and then have fun. So I think actually what's important is like having a balance, right? And for me, I think that is what's most important. Like, let me get my shit done, but also let me have some fun at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think there is, I think there is room for, for both. Absolutely. There has to be. Well, at least for me. Yeah. So that was another one. I have an, I do have two more. Did you want to say one of yours? Go ahead. Finish off on your two. My next one is to surround yourself with real friends. So those who support you, admire you, who don't judge you and just accept you for you. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's important to just not worry about what other people think. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because for those of you that do know, I'm in occupational therapy. Um, I'm working with an occupational therapist <laughs> I was right like, now. wait, you are? No, so <laughs> I'm working with an occupational therapist because I broke my hand. So I've been talking to her about my career path, my journey, 
the podcast and all that, right? Yeah. And she's always like, oh, you're, um, you're type A, you're busy, 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 you want to mm-hmm. get shit done, you need to slow down and relax, right? Mm-hmm. And she, I was telling her about the podcast and all the other projects that I'm working on, mm-hmm. and, you know, she's really eager to, to listen to the podcast or the episode about racial biases, the one that we're going to be doing later on. But what I noticed is she never asked me how the projects are going, okay? Okay. Now, this is really important because during my appointment yesterday, I was telling her how when you're working on these kind of projects, everyone, that your friends and family, mm-hmm. they're always asking, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Well, how far along are you? Mm-hmm. Why is it not out yet? Or when is it going out? Mm-hmm. You know, it's always the same questions. Mm-hmm. And to me, you know, it makes me feel like I'm not working hard enough when I get those questions. Mm-hmm. And... I got a reality check when I listened to another podcast with, um, I think it's called How I Built That, and Issa Rae was featured in it. You know who Issa Rae is? The insecure mm-hmm. one. So did you know she was doing YouTube for a long time? No. So, and did you know that she was writing scripts for like shows back in the 90s? Oh, no. So a lot of people don't know about all the work that she was doing prior. Okay. okay? And in the episode, or in the, ep- uh, the podcast, she was saying that, you know, you get a lot of people that are always going to want the final project yeah or the final yeah they're gonna want the final yeah. um, project they don't know all the things that are going behind the scenes all they know mm-hmm. is that oh it should be done yeah that's all they care about mm-hmm. right and there are a couple other podcasts that i listen to where they say this exact same stuff yeah and for me you know earlier i mentioned that when we're talking about being influenced by people's opinions mm-hmm. mine is strictly work-based mm-hmm. when people are always asking me oh how far along are you with the gym? When is yeah. it going to be done? We want we want to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, when's the podcast going to drop? How many episodes? Why don't you guys just release it? Uh-huh. When I get all that, yeah, it makes me feel like I'm not working hard enough and it makes me doubt myself. Uh-huh. But then when I heard the podcast with Issa Rae and yeah. um, Megan Mattoon and all them, yeah, it was a real reality check that, you know, finding that group of people that support you, like yeah. you mentioned, like finding real friends. Yeah. Keep in mind, they may be your real friends still, but they probably don't know how to how to do the things you're trying to do so they expect it to happen a little bit faster than you mm, want it to, mm-hmm. right? Or, like, they're just not aware of all that might go into the behind-the-scenes yeah, yeah, for sure. or completing the project. Exactly, exactly. And uh, what my OT, my occupational therapist, said is that, you know, maybe they don't even know how to ask or support. Yeah. So that's also the thing that you might need to reflect on. You know, maybe it's not a self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's also you analyzing other people. Analyzing might be a bad word. But um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you taking a step back to say, hey, well, maybe this person really just doesn't know how to be there how for to me. Be, how to be there for <laughs> me as an yeah. individual, right? Sure. And, you know, they really care about their opinions and their values. Yeah. And they want to place that on you. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that goes for like both sides of the spectrum where like mine is mostly yes. focused on work. Yours is more like an in- introspective. Is that yeah. the right word? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I think it works both ways. Like you know? inner work. Yeah, yeah. So you have to like, you have to understand that sometimes someone's opinions is, someone's opinion may be the self-reflection of like how they want their life to be or they want your life to be. Yes. Right. Yes. And so you, you sometimes have to just take it with, with the grain of salt. Yeah. But I think that's a good thing also about, like, real or close friends that you should be able to have that conversation, you know. Yeah. And, like, let, letting them know 
like, oh shoot, your question makes me doubt myself. This would be another go to way, go yeah. uh, another way to go about it, but helps me still feel supported because, like you said, they just maybe don't know, yeah. and that's okay. That's okay because I feel like everyone needs work. Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. For sure. So, and then the last one that I put here um, is to check in with yourself. So know that sometimes, like, you may fall off track or you have an off week or you get distracted or whatever it may be that it's okay. I, I just said we all make mistakes, but it's, like, how we pick ourselves back up after we realize it and then how we move forward. But, yeah, so just checking in with yourself. And uh, I don't know. I guess just, like, make sure that you are doing things, again, for yourself and not for others. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think that is going to bring you like true happiness. And if you believe in yourself, it will just increase your like your self-worth, your self-value and everything. And your drive, everything. you know, yep. and even though mine is like, my perspective is strictly on your work ethic or like your career path, you know, uh-huh. if you like, let's just say like how you dress, you know, if you really take in, um, take in everybody's opinion, and if it's negative opinions, you know, you're really going to doubt yourself about how you dress. Absolutely. You know, you, you have to really take hold of, like, who you are as an individual mm-hmm. and kind of set yourself aside mm-hmm. from how everybody else lives their life. Yeah. Right? So true. So true. Um, All right. What do you got? To, to just sum it up, like, if you are your true self, you will attract the right people that you need in your life. Right. And you are not for everyone, but you can't be everyone's cup of tea. I don't even like tea. I love tea. <laughs> and I love that green tea shot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> From last weekend. Yeah. Okay, I won't go there. Um, but like in a world full of people, like attract your own. Um, because relationships curated naturally and organically instead of like manipulative or fake are just going to be so much more, oh gosh, like wholesome Yeah. and, uh, you know, just good for yourself. Yeah, I definitely think that you, you need to set boundaries, um, mental boundaries with people. Oh. You know, I think that, and again, for me, like, I, I feel like I overanalyze a lot of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, I base it on how people react in certain ways, in certain situations around me and around others. Mm-hmm. And I think once you once you feel comfortable enough to allow someone else to be themselves, you can allow yourself to be yourself as well. It's kind of a weird way to put it because, mm-hmm. you know, when I say letting other people other people be themselves, yeah, it means like not caring what they're doing, what they're saying, mm-hmm. what is their move going to do if you do this. Yeah. Like, just letting things be the way they're supposed to be mm-hmm. and be okay with it. Yes. Yeah. Be okay with yeah. it. I think that's also really important, too. Definitely. Like When I say be okay with it, it doesn't mean, like, stay in a shitty situation. No. Around people that, like, don't. But like, don't bring you joy or happiness. But don't like, don't dog them or put them down for like bringing out their like true personality. You know what I mean? For sure. Oh shoot. Because there are there are some people like, hey, I'll I'll let you be you. Like, absolutely. You can't can't bother me. Like, why should I let you bother me? Yes. 
Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Or influence me, I guess. Well, I just tried to think of like, have you ever like been yourself and someone when the someone just was kind of like. Whoa. Yeah, someone. I remember. <laughs> oh my god! So there was one time. I think I was maybe in my late twenties. I don't remember who the person was, but I've heard this from a couple people. Right? Uh-oh. They're like, "Why are you so weird?" Like, because I'm like the fuck. Because I want to be. Like, oh, really? the, why are you not? <laughs> the fuck? And so, up. <laughs> so I think the the thing is like sometimes I'll be around people that I don't know if you guys have this in Ingram, but at Franklin there are those people that seem like they're too cool mm-hmm. for people. Like they can't mm-hmm. act goofy or joke around in front of people. Like the stereotypical popular people in uh-huh. high school, right? Uh-huh. And so so for me, like I like, you know, like I'll dress a certain way. Because I, I like to dress this way, like mm-hmm. wearing certain mm-hmm. brands or whatever. And it's not because yeah. it's the brand. It's like I know about the quality of the material. So uh-huh. like I actually look into that shit sometimes, right? Uh-huh. So if I'm around people that dress that way as well, like I notice they they carry themselves a little bit differently mm-hmm. than I do. Like like you said earlier in the episode, I feed off of other people's high, uh, other people's energy. Mm-hmm. Or if there's a lot of people, I just, mm-hmm. I'm just high off of yeah. people being in the environment. That was a good assessment of you, huh? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So... <laughs> So if there's a shit ton of people, right? Uh-huh. And even if everybody's hella chill, mm-hmm. like I still want to get fucking hyped. Yeah. And then people would be like, dude, you need to chill out. I'm like, why the fuck are we being so chill? Like, let's let's fucking kick it and have a good time. Like, why are you are you guys too cool for this shit <laughs> right now? Yeah, uh-huh. And so that's the one thing that does bother me when people... No, I, it does, sorry, it doesn't bother me. I let them be themselves. But uh-huh. I just don't understand when people, when it appears that people are too cool to act a certain way yeah, because yeah, yeah. other people are acting a certain way. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I feel it. Hold on. Can I just say that one time? <laughs> yeah, I know what time Wait, we're talking hold on. about. I just said one time. Yeah, I already know what time we're talking about. What? The, um, <laughs> that, one, that one day, like, I was too much and I wasn't even drunk. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, you're okay, like... So. <laughs> Okay, so we were together with Erica one night, and I thought you were drunk because you were, like, very hyper, hyped up, whatever, and I was dead. I was, like, about to fall asleep at the table, like, done. Okay, and the one that I tell you, I said, God, if this was the first time I, I was, like, meeting you or met you, like, we probably would not be friends. Because, like, you were just too much for me. Yeah. And then come to find out that you are not even drunk, mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of oh, energy. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. a lot. As much as, like, my three-year-old. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. Which, which, yeah, that's, like, something else. I'm like, are you sure you're not drunk? You were probably lying to me. No, actually. I only had, I only hey, had three drinks at night. Just be true to yourself no, I, it's okay if you were do I have a problem if you were I think so <laughs> no I, I really was but um <laughs> but yes yeah, so that's exactly like and like I was like god this guy is too much right now yeah oh yeah I could be a lot I could be a lot and like for me when I'm around a crowd that's like super like mellow um because they need to be hyped up by something else um it takes a lot of energy for me to do it. Mm-hmm. But then I also like, realize so like, all your energy yeah. out. <laughs> well, when, when I was younger, I used to be like, fuck, like, I don't want to be around certain groups because they don't enjoy it the same way I do. Uh-huh. And now I'm like, fuck it, we can all kick it. But if, <laughs> I don't care if you enjoy this or not. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be super hyped. I'm going to have a good time. And I'm just not going to worry about how much fun you're having. <laughs> yeah. But, I, can, I can only imagine what that feels like. Yeah. Me and well, 
you know, all in all, <laughs> let people be themselves. Yeah. Try to be yourself. Stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, self-reflection. Self-reflection, self-reflection, self-reflection. That's too hard. Uh-huh. By yourself. I think we all need therapy. Yeah. Okay, hold on. And on that note, <laughs> we're about to get therapy. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in to today's episode, you guys. If you like today's episode, feel free to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Instagram at life.ini. And we hope you'll tune in again. Catch us next time, y'all. Bye.